Team Nation. So happy to be sharing the things that we know so that you can empower your own life because you're a creator. <laughs> Troy, what, right. you, what are you creating right now, Troy? I'm creating this podcast episode with you, Lauren. <laughs> How's it going? Good? It's going all right. Yeah, it's going all right. Uh, you know, for us, uh, people might see this uh, another time, but for us, it's Friday. We got the weekend coming up. Uh, I know uh, we're going to hang out actually in person uh, tomorrow. So that's going to be exciting for me. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, but, you know, it's, you know, Fridays are always exciting. Friday's exciting because you've got the weekend coming up and do all kinds of things. Uh, we just had um, some rain. So I'm looking forward to a really nice weekend. How about you? Yeah. Well, I mean, people might not know um, our relationship. So if anybody's coming on for the first time, I'm Lauren. Troy Blankenship, my man, uh, my well, colleague, friend. Uh, so we met six months ago and just immediately, I mean, we've got like novels of ideas and, and um, our energy is so well aligned. So it's really just been fun working with you. So I'm super stoked, Troy, to be coming up and having dinner with you and the wife. And I can't wait to see your garden because you've been telling me about um, the yard. So I mean, you guys, he's got like, beautiful patio like pristine yard so nature is my love language troy so i'm I'm just excited to be getting some some beautiful outdoor time um right we're in the same state we're in north carolina so it's just it's a, it's a really nice season right now it is it is and today we'll be talking to our co-creative audience mm -hmm. about different techniques that we can teach them that they can do in real time to help them change their emotional state. So I, I know we're both excited about this because it's something that anybody can do. You know, it's it's one of those things where I feel like people think that hypnosis is one of those processes that, you know, somebody like a client comes in and they close their eyes and they need a quiet environment and they need a quiet space where they're going to be undisturbed, you know, and maybe that worked back in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, right? But we're in the 21st century and that's just not practical. People, you know, very, very little... Uh, do people have the time to, you know, get away even for, you know, 10 minutes without being undisturbed, right? They got phones, they got, uh, you know, the jobs, they have kids, you know, whatever it might be. And so the techniques that we teach our clients, right, our, in, in our respective practices are meant to be done, you know, effectively and strategically, but also yeah. practically as well. And that's why I'm so excited about teaching these techniques, because they can help anybody anywhere in real time takes just a couple of seconds, you know, maybe even a minute sometimes. And people can walk away and they can really feel this change. And that's what's exciting to me. Because mm -hmm. people can walk away and they can change, you know, they can change their brain, they can change their emotional state. And in turn, they can change the direction or the course of their life. I love it. I love the way you said it, because it is empowering um, for us to realize we can change. And we're already doing techniques, you know, like the things that you and I talk about, um, you know, as hypnotists, certainly there's this expectation that we're doing something to them. Guys, we're, we're all in um, a self-induced state of trance. We've got hypnotic suggestion happening from, you know, early childhood society has got, you know, some hypnotic suggestions, you know, our, our, our doctors, our friends, like people are operating as hypnotists without license. And it's not a scary thing. There's no mal intent. You can't hurt people with hypnosis. But if you're not using these strategies with intention, then you could be missing out on some of the joy and some of the peace that you might be wanting in life. So this is where these techniques are are here and they're accessible. Um, so let's let's get into them. Troy, what is a technique that you find 
um, really quickly effective to 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 stop that that trauma, that pain. Right. Well, I'll, I'll, so this is a really great one, and you can do it anytime, anywhere. Now, you obviously can't do it in the car, but if you want to, if you want to learn one that we did do for the car, I would suggest you listen to a previous episode of ours because that was that was one of the ones that we both had something that we could do in the car. Mm-hmm. But for this, you can. I mean, I've had people do this one, you know, on in major cities on subways. Their eyes are, are open; they don't have to have a quiet environment or anything like this. They can do it at home. They can do it in the office. They can do it right when they wake up in the morning. They can do it right before they go to sleep at night. So what you want to do is you want to find a focal point. doesn't matter where it is. You know, if, if I'm in a session with somebody virtually, I always say, look at the far wall. But if you know, I've had people on subways do this and they're looking at, you know, the back of someone's head or, you know, at, at the top of the of the train or something like this. Right. And so all you do is you focus on a point. And what I want you to do is I want you to start to lean into your peripheral vision. Just start to shift out and to begin to notice any sort of colors or textures or anything like this in your peripheral vision. Just begin to shift out, right? And you can begin to, you know, become more aware of all the space on either side of you. And if you're in your home, maybe you start to, you know, notice the walls on either side of you. Maybe even start to notice the furniture on either side of you. And you keep expanding and expanding and expanding as if now you could almost reach to the space behind you. And you take it in for a moment. And then you come back to that focal point that you were looking at in the beginning. And you can take a nice deep breath in through the nose, expanding your belly, exhaling twice as long through your nose, allowing for a feeling of release. So let's try it again, because I always do this one at least twice, sometimes three times. Mm -hmm. So again, you can find the same focal point. You can find a different one. Doesn't matter to me. And again, soften your gaze and start to lean into your peripheral vision and start to expand out. And again, just begin to notice all the space on either side of you. And start to lean, really lean into that peripheral vision. And again, begin to notice any colors or textures or furniture or whatever you are noticing. And this time, I want you to go even farther. So if you're in your home, what's past the walls? Just become aware of all the space on the other side of those walls, maybe even expanding out to the yard, maybe even expanding out to the end of the block. You just keep expanding and expanding as if now you can almost reach to the space behind you. you take it all in for a moment. And then you come back to the focal point that you were focusing in at the beginning, take a nice deep breath in through the nose Filling your lungs all the way to the top, exhaling twice as long through your nose, allowing for a feeling of release. And just like always, I always say, really check in with yourself. Let's do a quick assessment and just really notice what you notice. And people will report all sorts of things. Now, what this does is it gets you out of your own head. Basically, what it does is it's shutting you up internally and expanding outwards. It's allowing you to shift out 
and shut up that negative internal voice that we, you know, many of us get, you know, throughout the day, because there's plenty of people that come and they have these, you know, these negative, you know, these negative stories, these negative narratives that play in their mind. So what we do is we want to shut that voice down. We want to make sure that you're expanding and expanding and shifting out. And it's this very like trippy kind of experience, right? Even for like the 30 or 45 seconds that you might be doing it. But it really starts to stop that negative internal dialogue or that negative stress or that negative anxiousness that somebody may feel and really starts to allow somebody to open up a little bit and realize that they have all this space around them. And that's why the second time I normally go a little bit farther. So if they're in their room, for example, I say, let's go beyond the walls, right? Let's go down the block. Let's go down, you know, to the to, the, to your state's border or whatever, you know, I mean, just keep expanding and expanding and expanding. It's a good one also for someone who may experience flight anxiety as well. They can go beyond the cabin. They can expand to all that air and to all that space around them as they're flying. And it really starts to get people out of their head and really grounded into the moment. And that's what we want. We want people to be specific and grounded and present in the moment because that's when they can start to really affect their own change. Yeah, I feel so calm right now. While you were um, directing that and I was following, it, it was it was impossible to think. And I was really hoping that you didn't ask me any questions because I wouldn't have had any words. Um, <laughs> and, and, key, and, and one of the other keys too, before so so people understand how this works, is that you know I always say after one of these, because this is a roadblock, I call them roadblocks. So after these roadblocks that we do, that I teach somebody. I always say, take a nice deep breath in through the nose, exhale twice as long through your nose, allowing for a feeling of relaxation or allowing for a feeling of release or whatever it might be. This down regulates the vagus nerve, which is a major nerve that comes down from the base of your, uh, the top of your spine here and goes into the body. So it comes from the brainstem and goes down into the body and it really affects all the major organs of your entire body. So when you take these nice deep breaths, you know, in through the nose, exhale twice as long through the nose, you are down regulating that vagus nerve and you are automatically putting your body in a state of relaxation. I know Lauren does this as well. But again, you can use that breath, just the inhale, exhale twice as long as a roadblock in and of itself because you're down regulating your system. So I've had plenty of people do this. You know, I've, I've taught first responders this technique where just breathe in through the nose, exhale twice as long, do that a couple of times. So when they get to the emergency, you know, they step out of the truck or the ambulance or whatever it is, and they're feeling cool and calm and collected, present and grounded in the moment, knowing exactly what they need to do. Same thing for anybody. I mean, you could take this. Nobody, see, that's the great thing about this, Lauren. Nobody knows what you're doing when you take, when you take this deep breath. People just think that you're sighing. When you, when you look at a focal point and you just stare at it for 30 seconds, people just think that you're staring off into space. We all do it. You know, people just kind of zone out a little bit, but now you're doing it with some intended purpose. And that's what's so exciting because you can do this on a subway, in your home, on a plane, wherever it might be, in an ambulance, you know, going to an emergency. And you can do these things. Nobody knows what you're doing. And you can really start to self-direct your own change. And that's what's really exciting for people because they can really get behind it. They can create this conscious buy-in and realize, hey, I'm changing my brain in real time. 30 seconds here, 60 seconds here. That's really empowering for a lot of people. Yes. Well, what do you think about, so if someone's doing this somewhere, like a subway, someplace they're not familiar with, and so they don't really know what's around them or behind them, do they just make it up? Is it just the focus? 
Yeah, well, so they would be able to, I mean, they don't have to know where they are. I mean, they, they could be in a, in, a, in a location that they've never been before, you know, mm-hmm. like a subway station, for example. They can still lean into their peripheral vision and they can still begin to notice any items or things or colors or whatever it might be. But if they want to go beyond the subway walls or if they want to go beyond the subway, it's just a matter of imagination. It's just imagining what's beyond that. I use the airplane example because it's super easy, right? Everyone knows when you're up at 30,000 feet, you have a lot of space on either side of you past the cabin. So it's something that I know helps a lot of people, you know, with, uh, with fear of flying because, you know, if somebody starts to feel a certain way in an airplane, they can do this technique, right? It just looks like to anybody else, it looks like they're just staring at the seat in front of them where they might be looking up, you know, at the top of the cabin and they just expand out. They shift out and expand out and they turn off that negative dialogue, that negative, you know, story, those negative images, that negative movie that might be playing in their brain. It really grounds them into the moment. And it realize it makes people realize just how important being grounded in the moment really is. Well, I like how um, individual it is because when, when you talk about doing that on the airplane, like I love flying um, and I'm not claustrophobic. So for me, finding uh, relief from open space, you know, isn't what I need. So when I'm thinking about like the clouds, I almost instead was thinking like, wow, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the air. How yeah. is this, how, you know, <laughs> how does it work? Um, but you know, here in my apartment, what I was doing was really being intricate with all the little things that are around me, you know, like the things that are in my, um, bookshelf and in my kitchen. So, so that's where my mind was just really picturing all of those things that were around me, which is why I couldn't think. And so, yeah, it definitely did ground me into my space, into where my body is um, right now, because of course I was, I was scanning my uh, peripheral. So, yeah. you know, peripheral. And, and that's, and, and that's the thing, you know, that, that's the thing people, when, when they start to feel certain ways that they don't want to feel, and they start to get into these emotional states that they don't want to experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very easy if they've been doing it for five, 10, 15 years, it's very easy for them to go back down that road again. Right. It's very easy for them to keep going down, feeling those same feelings, whatever it might be, stress, anxiety, whatever it might be, right? Uh, You know, worry. So when you take somebody and you start to shift out, you shift that awareness out and you shut down or shut up that, you know, internal loop, that internal dialogue, it's very empowering for people because they can realize if they do it once with me, they realize that they can do it anytime and they don't have to be. It's not, it's not like they have to lock themselves in a room for 10 minutes, you know, in, in the dark with no interruptions. I mean, that's just not practical, right? So we want people to understand that they can change their brain. They can do hypnosis. They can start self-directing their own quality of life, a better quality of life for them in real time, wherever they are, you know? Yeah. I want to hear what other people thought if they were doing that exercise while they were listening, because I just, my mind feels um, almost empty right now. And I'm like, what am I? What am I supposed to say? Well, nothing. We're just having a conversation. I really want to do this technique um, at night when I'm going to sleep. I feel like that would be a really quick way because I agree with what you're saying. I mean, it's, it's not even it's not a 10 minutes. You know, it's less than 30 seconds or what would you say? 30 seconds a minute, something like that. Yeah, I mean, that one, that one's, if you want to get really, you know, you do it a couple of times. So it might take you, you know, 45 seconds each time, you know, so you start you find a focal point, you relax your gaze, you start to expand out. Yeah. Um, you know, they you take a nice deep breath at the end. So about 45 seconds for each. If you do it a couple of times, you're looking at maybe two to three minutes. I appreciate you mentioned the conscious um, buy-in, you know, because that's where we, we want the science to recognize why this technique makes effect. You know, I'm a yoga instructor. And so I know a lot about diaphragmatic breathing, right? Breathing into the belly, expand the belly when you inhale, 
but no one had told me until I studied hypnosis about the vagus nerve and, and how that it's sort of like the canal that, you know, holds or releases stress. So this is that conscious buy-in of why um, a technique, you know, once you've emptied or inter interrupted or distracted and cleared the mind, now you can release that, that excess stress, you know, that maybe wasn't even yours to begin with because stress is contagious. Yeah. Now, and if, if you watch the news, if you're on social media, you know, if you're interacting, it's possible, it's probable <laughs> that you've got stress and stress is not negative. It's adrenaline and it's just the imbalance. If we have too much of it, then that robs our peace, our confidence, you know, the state of joy. Um, so yeah, I guess if, if I could share a technique, Troy, uh, I want to take Please. it into it's some, something that, that maybe you could do in the car. You know, it's it's just like all the techniques that we want to share, which makes them really quick, effective and accessible. Um, so it's called heart coherence. You know, if you check out the Heart Math Institute, which is a great um, resource for conscious buy in because they have technology, biofeedback technology. It doesn't do stuff to your body. It just gives you the um in time biometrics of what's going on in your body so that you get better capable of self-regulating. You know, people will prescribe this for, uh, you, know, you know, if you've got anxiety or depression, but also a lot of high achievers, athletes, you know, um, business elite will use technologies like this to get themselves into that coherent state because that's when you can turn on that mental flow. You know, when you are your most intelligent, your most um, grounded. And so the heart math, you know, has three steps for coherence. Step one is heart focus. So you focus on your heart, just pretend for simplicity, it's in the center of the chest. So you just focus on the center of the chest. Step two is heart breathing. So you're already breathing, but if you could shift your awareness to take five or 10 gentle breaths, pretend you're breathing into the heart, the center of the chest and out through the heart, because truly your heart is an organ, you know, muscle. It never it never stops, right? As long as you're alive, you can't live without a heart. You could live without a brain. Your, your heart is always working and your heart works easier if it has ample oxygen. And most of us are barely breathing. You know, we're, we're holding on to stale oxygen for um, a whole lot of reasons. We hold our breath in when we're anxious. We hold our breath out when we're depressed. So if you could take just a few deep breaths into the heart and out of the heart, and then that last third step is heart feeling. This is a feeling of happiness, of love, of excitement, of peace. If you need to find something in your imagination or something in the moment, you know, you could pretend you're in a basket of kittens or, or you know, rabbits or floating on a cloud or um, imagine you've won the lottery or you're being hugged by someone who makes you feel, you know, safe. So, you know, I had this technology for um, a few months, like very early on in my practice. And, you know, so I was really getting into the science of it because I love the conscious buy-in, Troy. And it was really uh, a day that I'll never forget because I was using the technology on myself and I felt the shift because the heart feeling is probably the hardest to explain because you can't force it. You know, there, there's nothing that you need to be doing. It's more that feeling of release. And I explain it to people, you know, that feeling, you know, after a long productive day, you, know, you come home, the house is clean, dinner's made. Maybe you don't know the feeling you could pretend that that's that feeling that you're in. And you just sort of sit down for a second. And like you'd said, the sigh, you just, you know, it's like your heart sighs. You just feel content. You don't need anything in that moment. And that's what coherence feels like. And I remember that day, um, 
when I felt it in my body. And then sure enough, the, you know, the software validated it. And now it's a state that I can hop into in just a couple of seconds, you know, so like other physical exercise, you know, this is kind of a mental focus exercise. You practice it until you've got it in your resources and then you just use it as needed. So I hope that made sense. You know, if we can put the HeartMath Institute um, link in the bio so that you can check them out, you can definitely check out, you know, me and Troy for more techniques. Come on to our, yeah, our Facebook page, Co-Creation Nation. We would love to chat with you there and find out what you use or, you know, what you think or if you've modified these or if you have questions. Yeah, please let us know. And then you can head over to hypnosisinaction.com and get your free audios as well. We have a few over there for you. So, and then connect with us, like Lauren said. Connect with us on Facebook. Let us know uh, what you think of these techniques. Have you tried any? Maybe you've tried a different one. We would love to know. So connect with us over there on Facebook, Co-Creation Nation. Yeah, we love this nation, guys. Thanks so much for signing up to be in control of creating your own life. You deserve it. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Bye, Troy. Bye.